Mm-hmm. But let's see, if you read the vision of the voice, Ivos is constantly, constantly, like, really strongly implying that he's Jesus. Just straight up. And which is, which always makes Crowley really upset because, you know, he doesn't really like the guy. So, you know, it's, it's a similar way that he seems to be teasing Crowley here. Yeah. But again, not the historical Jesus, the, the ion Jesus. As, the hysterical Jesus. I I would say that they're yes. the same thing, you know, like the, those mm-hmm. two. Right, right. Um, it's, well, it's 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 a Philip K. Dick thing. It's it's a, it's in a time loop. We do like what is history, anyways, right? Like it's like that's the paradox here. Well, they distinguish. They're like they have can, like. Can the, we? The, can we, do, do you mind? Can we g- dig into that for like a minute? Because uh, one of the things Doug had said about this call was. That maybe we were talking about Mark Aquare, and I know I, I joined in late, but I feel like this overlaps specifically on that point of this loop. And, and you know, Jason, your idea of that, okay, are we coming to the end of the tape? Um, I just please, like, can we take a few minutes and dig into that? Uh, pull that apart a bit. What's, what's the question to start with? Exactly. Uh, that that if you if you feel this ties into in any way this idea of the of the Vallis loop something that I've you know of for a variety of reasons I associate with Leclerc at this point um, if you know at least nostalgically yeah that's what you mean by the end of the tape right yes that's You're what saying, I meant by the end of the tape yeah, yeah. you, you, you Re- said we're, you said we're, on, you said we're in we we in the seventies we were Book of Acts now we're in Book of Revelations we so you're saying the tape is progressing we're stuck in a loop. But you're saying that loop <clears throat> is still continuous from the 70s to now is still the same tape or my, maybe I'm like reading this way too literally, but I'm just cu- I'm curious to hear how how literal or or anything you might feel any of any of this is. Um, uh, I'm not not I'm not trying to put you on the spot. It's like, no, no, I mean, it, it is a loop of um, trying to incarnate. Um, these two forces of Christ and Sophia. And so all of history is kind of like trying to incarnate this ion of Christ and the ion of Sophia, like as like an archetypal force that exists in like the Plerama, but hasn't been manifested in history completely, like maybe partially. And that, that's the whole circle squaredness failure thing. Um, and the there is a strong implication from what Bowie has said, that he is the first one to actually do it. And that was accomplished because they could break the actual archetype of Jesus free from the Plerama uh, at the turn of the, set, turn of the last century. And, and may, may, I, may I ask, sorry, may, may I ask a follow-up question there? When you say Bowie being the first one to do it, do we say the do it? Now is that he was the, the first one to raise up Sophia and incarnate her in like a physical human. Right. So again, when you say first one, I'm just sort of curious. This is not um, so he's not a, you know, a, a, some sort of bodhisattva that, OK, he can he, he did it. And now we're all fucking free. He's the first one to do it. And it's something that. Although this is what the vision and the voice is about. The vision and the voice is like the program by which. Um, Babylon and the beast will free everyone. Isn't isn't the vision and the voice like there's like these watchtowers that they have to essentially take down to bring about the apocalypse? 
Right, right. So, and so now they've finally apocalypse the meaning apocalypse. meaning revealing. Sorry, I need yeah. to when I say apocalypse. Right, right. I think and, maybe and there's then, like a uh, CBS, NBC, ABC, and Fox. I think are the four. Right of this. <laughs> first, <laughs> the first of the seven, first four of the seven seals. <laughs> right, but that that's what he, that's what he says in uh, the next day here, somewhere um, about uh, seeing the bairns. Children swarmed like thousands of bugs towards the lights, the beacons above the hill, the stars to the west, the south, the north, and to the east. And so he's saying that uh, thousands of, uh, I guess those are the watchtowers. I, I'm not really sure what he's going for there. Yeah. But like, the yeah. more you pick about Boyd, the, the less he seems like a real person. Like he's just like an idea. Well, he's an idea that was somehow made manifest. It's also like the sorry, I have to say it, it's also like the the book of Ezekiel because the storm winds that Ezekiel moves through kind of remind me of like the ethers that they move through throughout the vision and the voice. Does that make sense? Is there a connection there? I don't know. Mm, I'm not sure. Um, there's like two yeah. schools of Kabbalah, you know, there's like the Genesis school and the Ezekiel school. The well, see, school there, there's Kabbalah school. behind all of this. So like what you say about Babylon is totally uh, true in a certain sense, but it's like the, the true Lord God of Israel is going to like lead you out of a, uh, Babylon, right? There's, a, there's, an, the there's an issue there because there's this like let not one know well the other thing happening with the like so basically like what I, the only way I can really follow this is if I like put aside a lot of like traditional Kabbalah and just go on like basically European occultism and yeah because o- that, if you if you go if you're looking at the other stuff in the, the, their particular modality of art form lana del rey and david bowie it doesn't really it doesn't really follow and work the same way so it's like no, no, i mean it's no. there to a degree but that's just because it's grafted onto it um do you mean kabbalah yeah have you, like, have you watched like, tropico have you watched tropico that is pure kabbalah have, right no watch- i know i'm just saying that there's like the, like lust for life like there's a there's a whole thing going on where this is um this is Crowleyan stuff. This is right, right, uh, right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Uh, Israel Regarde and and Eliphas Levy and like that's what I see there. I yeah, don't, no, yeah, no, 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 see, yeah. again, Book of Revelation. This is what it says. I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carrieth her, which hath the seven heads and ten horns. So seven heads and ten horns, like that's obviously got to be the Sephiroth tree, right? So um, that's that that's like the Babylonian tree as the European canon as the album tree essentially but then you have tropico right but you could, that, you, could, you could you could you could make a whole argument that the that the clipo mirror tetragrammaton and as far as the beast goes it could be that that um you know that funhouse version of the of tetragrammaton you know that's what grant is saying all the time right like, yeah so Grant's all up on that. That is, he has that that whole thing, the book of the spider thing. That's like it's it's weird shit. But he, it's almost like it's almost reads right, like right. science fiction or something. But it's yeah, cool. well, the, yeah, that's his his Lovecraft influence, right? Like he, well, well, the thing is that, that that ties into the song "Chingling" by uh, Bowie. That that's what it's really about. Um, because that's about the uh, the two lovers that are singing to uh, the bluebird. Are the, I mean, are the two lovers fucking uh, Romulus and Remus as pictured in the lover's <laughs> card in Crowley's deck? That's Cain and no. Eve. Also. But uh, that's I think it's Eve and, and, and uh, the serpent. 
even why, why, hey, can can you guys tell me why the fuck is Romulus and Remus uh, on the lovers card in uh, the Lady Frida Harris painting? Um, it um, could it's be because as yeah, it's explaining the vision of the voice. I could have sworn it was Romulus and Remus in there. Well, no, it it, it could be like it. So Rome is the next Babylon too, right? Like explicitly, yeah. like even Saint Augustine talks about that. Like, it, it just, oh well, yeah. If you read if you read Kabbalistic text, I don't know about where all over the place, but I know that the stuff I've looked at, like it'll be like 16th century, and everywhere that isn't Israel is Rome, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, David, you'll have to know this. There, there's Kabbalah behind the apparent uh, Europeanness of the system here. Like it, right. it's in behind. It, is it is it Kabbalah with a Q? I'm not sure, but dude, watch Tropico. Have you watched? I'm not, that? I'm not putting it down with that. I'm just saying I have to put okay. it into but a again, framework. Again, again, David, 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 David. Yeah. Have you watched Tropico? Have you really know, watched I, it? I don't know. I don't know what Tropico is. What the, what the hell, man? This is what, like pure Kabbalah. What is Tropico? Maybe I know it, and I just don't know it by name. Come on, help me out. Uh, here. Uh, is it Lana Del Rey's giant yeah, video yeah, yeah, from yeah. 2013? Yeah, this is pure pure uh, Kabbalah about uh, oh, I remember this one. Even Garden and the Lightning Flash. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen this. Okay, so, uh, what, so. what what did your rabbi think about it? Uh, my rabbi hasn't seen this. My rabbi well, watches like wa- a movie a year. I don't know. Uh, uh, so you don't, maybe you should you know. give it to your rabbi. Yeah. Yeah, you, you gotta be like, you know, the, the Messiah's come back. And, uh, so here's the check. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, my rabbi watched uh, Metropo- Metropolis with Lady Gaga's The Fame Monster, and he really liked it. Well, you should show him Tropico, dude. This is more important. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, so. But Jason, this is the weird thing, like it, even in Orthodox Christianity, right? It's like there's a fulfillment, supposedly, in the, in the resurrection. But then there's there's the second coming, right? So it, there's something else that comes, right? So right, it, it's love like, me two times. Yeah, <laughs> so so it's like uh, it, it, the same model applies, uh, whether it's Gnostic or Orthodox, I think. Go on. Or, that's just uh, it you know it's like it um I, I don't think that there's any any clear difference between the two you know it's like um when you when you read the bible then you read the gnostic scriptures it's just like the the gnostic scriptures just back up what the bible's already saying you know it's like you realize from reading them that everything is contained in the in the actual bible in the in the uh like the the King James version of the Bible, or whatever. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that is kind of like it. So yeah, so everything comes back to basically the Book of Revelation, and so it's like you know it was in the Bible all along. So, you know, can I ask you a question? Can I, can I ask you a question? I, yes. Uh, I, this is coming secondhand from Doug, but I I don't remember we were talking about one of the book club episodes, I, I think, and Doug told me that you had, uh, you were not. You you know you're not so much a Bible guy, uh, and and obviously that's such a heavy connotation. I'm sorry, I don't I don't know a better way to phrase that, but Bible to say, thumper. well, yeah, I have no, obviously you're not that, um, but that you had taken, I think during COVID or this last summer, you had taken some time to kind of apply some of this stuff to the Bible. I'm just curious to hear you talking about it in this terms. Is this something that's sort of fresh in your mind and still? Who, who are you talking? This to? is Zenor. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, uh, I went through and actually read the entire Bible, like all the way through. I'd, I'd read it 
most of it before. I don't know, bits or pieces, um, but uh, I hadn't read it all the way through, which is a, it's a totally different experience reading it all oh, the way yeah. through. Just, just realize that it's, no, I, but I was coming at it through, through the lens of literature, like looking at it as a, as a, as one big cohesive book that just, and the thing about it, if you read it like that, it's, it's like every single part of it interconnects with every other part of it. Um, like what mm. Jason's saying about Revelation, if you read Revelation and you find out Revelation's everywhere in the Bible, you know? It's oh, every, yeah, totally. Um, uh, and, it, and so if you read it like that, and then after after I finished that, I, I went through and, and reread all the Gnostic stuff that I could find. And, and like I said, it's just like, you find after reading the Gnostic stuff, you find that it's it's all already there in the in the Bible, you know. It's like uh, it's it's not it's not clearly put in the in the Gnostic stuff. It's it's more clearly, ex, ex, explicitly put, but uh, it's all there in the Bible, you know. It's the the whole the whole message of what's going on is 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 fully fully there. Um, so I don't now, know. I don't know. I don't know what the question was really. Well, yeah. no, yeah. So so I mean, you know, I think. I mean, A, that's like fascinating, the idea of like coming at it uh, as literature and, and taking it in that way. But then hearing you say, like you have, must understand the words coming out of your mouth. Sorry. The, the words coming out of your mouth. It's all the answers are in the Bible. I, you know, uh, you know, taken out of context. Um, well, no, no, to me, to me, I don't I don't see why that's a uh, that's, that's a problem. Like if I said all the answers are in Finnegan's Wake. No one would of bat an course. eye. Yeah. No, it's no, like, right. no, no one would bat an eye. Yeah. So you say, "Yeah, so you, I, I get you. I, I totally get. I totally get that. Like my, my, my mind can do that. But I'm saying, surely you, you must be aware of like the connotation of that the that sentence would have. And I'm I, curious as I, so that was really I, my question is as someone who's coming to this sort of later in the game, as you said, you did not, you didn't, st you had never read it straight through before or anything like that. Sort of having this yeah. realization at this point. How do you? Um, yeah, I know. Like at, at one point, that would be a big deal for me to say that. You know, it's yeah. like I I wouldn't have said that because I'd be aware of how how I looked, right? But but now it's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> why why wouldn't I say that? Like it's it's just disingenuous to say that. If I'm gonna say it's all there in Finnegan's Wake, then of course it's all there in the Bible. You could say like, no, do you know the percentage it's, it's of all there in Shakespeare? You know, like a, you know how many people do do ayahuasca who have no, um, you know, upbringing related with with religion or whatever, who have the same fucking trip about the serpent in the garden, where they're right. just like they get it, and they're like, oh the snake, oh shit, that makes total sense, and it's so archetypal. And so I think, you know, we're, we're talking about, Jason's talking about the, the new age archetype, you know? And like, I think that there's something to be said for like our ability to re record that's so unprecedented because the Bible is like a recording in a sense of like what the way ancient people thought and communicated and, and ideas. And like, it's just, that, that's why it was so important. Like, I think people get weird at the end of Revelation when it's like the very end of the book of Revelation where it says, do not add or right, take right. away from this book or all the plagues will be given given to you you know same, it's same like, as the book of the law it's like right? yeah they, it, but it's like it's literally telling you that because it's talking about this book this book of revelation do not do that to this but people are like oh it's the end of the bible it's like no it wasn't canonized when it was written 
Think about that. So, well, but it's it's because it's mathematical. It's because it's musical. It's because it's all these things. And if you take that away from it, then you don't, you know. But we're recording right now. Like that's the thing about the book of the law or whatever. It's like look, you know, look at what we can do. But when it comes to the digital too, it gets weird because it just feels like this fucking giant mandala, and that's like Babel. I'm like the internet is fucking babble because there's no way that this and this can last, and it also makes everybody one. It's like the one language thing. Memes are like that. It's like it, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, guys, you, you know what's uh, coming out coming out uh, of my mouth is uh, I love you guys. <laughs> I love, <laughs> love you too, man. <laughs> you, you know, you know that I'm uh, with uh, two girls here, you know, so they they are hearing you, you know, and they don't understand uh, <laughs> any word that you are saying. Oh, they're listening. They're like, well, I don't know. Oh, we're boring them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't don't worry. They are, they are talking together. You know? <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> Nothing important. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so ayahuasca is the best. <laughs> awesome, man. I'm, 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 I'm stoked. It's like we got the gang back together. Come on. Yeah, uh, David, have you done some uh, ayahuasca? I've done ayahuasca, yeah. Uh, so uh, please, please, please tell us uh, about it. Uh, I well, for, for 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 I don't. You guys have heard my story, but I don't know if, if Guillaume, if you do. You re, so Guillaume, I I almost died on ayahuasca. I was in I was in the hospital for five days while they debated cutting oh, me open, shit. and so that was the eighth time that I, I I did ayahuasca, and I I purged for twenty hours and I hyperventilated on a hospital floor, and uh, they told me I was uh, within an hour of my life if I didn't if I didn't get uh, fentanyl. So fentanyl saved my no. life. Fentanyl's killed a lot of people. It saved my life. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, but I still recommend it to everybody because what happened to me is extremely rare. It was from, <laughs> uh, ha- I, I had ulcers when I, when I was young. So I had like 15 stomach ulcers when I was 10. And so I used to have to go to Stanford hospital for it, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I, I, the elasticity of my intestine had twisted. Uh, and because it's a, uh, a purgative substance, uh, it, it, it created a tension that wouldn't allow it to untwist. And so it was excruciating. Most pain I've ever been in my life. Uh, but, uh, ayahuasca, it's, I find it really interesting the way that people will have like a shared experience, like without communicating verbally, like they can talk about it afterwards where it's like, and the biblical stuff is like a, is like a a very prominent thing, even for people who were not raised with it. So they'll have this whole trip on like the Eden story in particular and different, you know, different, different things that it's like, where, how is that so embedded in us that that just is a communicator, you know? So there's something poetic about the bible i also had to read the bible with a bookmark um i didn't i i had to you chose to that's you know would i have if i didn't have to probably not um but you know yeah (laughs) well yeah sorry sorry. go ahead so 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 it's 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 a good uh experience you you'd say Yes, I'd recommend it to everybody, but uh, I had like the most traumatizing, hellish experience I've had in my life on it. But that's me. Uh, You'll probably have a great time. What would have happened if you wouldn't have gone uh, to hospital? Oh, I would, I, I, yeah, I would have died if I didn't get in the hospital within no. an hour. Acor- according to like the head doctor at Dominican Hospital here, yeah, he oh. he he told me that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So I've got to tell you about, about a story. Uh, 
One day, uh, I was uh, partying with my friend um, in uh, Lyon, and uh, we were not uh, wanting to stop uh, the party, you know. And she told me, uh, what are we going to do? We were in France, you know, and uh, I've said, uh, we go to London. <laughs> and so we've checked for the flights and we've gone to London uh, just uh, one, hour, one, one hour. Yeah, one hour later, we were in London, you know. So, so it was all good. But um, there I, I've been uh, taking some... Uh, MGMA, uh-huh. but but the, the MGMA was uh, mixed with uh, some uh, LED, but I didn't know that, you know, and that's the worst when you don't know uh, that uh, you've taken some LED, you know. <laughs> when you don't know, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I've had friends do that as jokes at Burning Man to people when they're asleep with their mouth open, they'll just put like eight drops in their mouth so they fucking wake up crying. Joke. It's a fucking oh, bad joke. terrible. Oh. It's the worst joke. Oh yeah, except except with this one, the, the, my friend came out of his tent and he looked around and he saw my friends sitting there and they were all laughing and he just went, "You guys!" And then he had like the best day of his <laughs> life. So you know it could, it, but it doesn't always go that way. So anyway. so uh, I, I was there, you know, and uh, it was like uh, everything was falling upon me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was not, not understanding what, what's happening, you know. So I went to the hospital in, in England, you know. <laughs> I'm from France, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the girl, the beautiful girl, you know, she told me, uh, you know, that lately uh, there is some MGMA mixed with uh, some uh, LSD. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> and so everything went real well when she told me that you know <laughs> oh yeah to know to know it yeah it's the knowing yeah. it because yeah because <laughs> exactly. if that friend didn't see his other friends around and he just like was walking out into that he'd be like wait what you know but to <laughs> see that to see them laughing he was like oh you fuckers you got me <laughs> that's so that's almost an archetypal story too like did you fly from paris to london when you did that Ex- uh, from from Lyon, it's another city. Oh, from Lyon, okay, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of Paris. If it was Paris to London, it would be the tale of two cities, which is, uh, 5 which is uh, 5 Jerusalem and uh, Babylon again. Ooh. Yeah, it, it, it was 5 a.m., you know, and uh, <laughs> we just took a flight and we went to London. Yeah. It was just amazing. But yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, I, I didn't want to interrupt. No, you, that's not an interruption. I love talking drug stuff. And these aren't even <laughs> drugs. These are, these are just like organisms that like we practically have in us anyway. So what the hell? Uh, but uh, I don't, yeah, anyway, I don't know about the MDMA. Well, though. I think there is an overlap with, with what you just said there, if I may. Right. When Jason's talking about Bowie is the first one to do this, is the first one. To, so, we, but we, he's also someone who has embodied you know there's one thing you could say is oh he is an idea he is this concept that has emerged from this other space as a man or you can say he's a man who tried to make himself into a you know this higher state and he's someone who tried every one of these spheres and every one of these different energetics well well, the thing is that that in you know his very first songs he's talking about what he's already done like in in the Beely Brothers, mm. he says what he's going to do, completely, and again in you know Signet Committee, 
Mm. He also says, you know, exactly what he did before he did it. So mm. this guy had just like one thing he wanted to do and nothing else. Who are you talking about? David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Speaking, speaking of England. <laughs> but I guess what I want to say is, Dave, when you said these are different organisms we already have in us, like it's almost like experiencing these different spaces. And it doesn't have to be through psych- psychedelics, obviously. But, um, you know, Bowie is doing it through his artwork is to try on every one of these um, energetics, let's say, or, you know, and to and to understand the different energy centers, your place in it and totally align yourself within that that space. I don't know. It's it seems like we're, we're kind of still having the same conversation, I, I feel like. Right. I think it's a ma- more a matter of what it is that you're doing with the, those substances are just one aspect of the of a working. So like of what you like, that's the thing about like psychedelics. It's not like it's not like you put on a movie and you're a spectator like you're involved. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. direct what happens with that experience. You have a, the biggest influence upon what you know it's not just like oh you get a, a light show or something you know this is no it's a two-hour cool fan- show of a phantasma you know this is just like something that you're actually directly participating in and you you can direct it in different ways and so that's the magic part and so like bowie was an artist lana del rey is an artist like the way that they direct whatever substances they're using lana del rey from what i understand it was heroin i don't know about now no i'm no, sure it's no, the, no, no, i'm no. sure it's the fucking best heroin in the no, world no, no, we're not, yeah no, she no. did heroin no. with fucking uh <laughs> no. with uh sean lennon yeah man what, what, uh, what are you talking about uh, tell me about that i don't i don't believe that 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 lana fucking shoots heroin i actually i i can I don't. I don't know if I want this recorded, but I actually oh, okay. do have a. I do have a, a really? connection. To, yeah, to to uh, 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 not Lana, but Sean about uh, regarding that. Really? Um, yeah, but uh, anyway. Because Courtney Love says she's clean, and I mean it's Courtney Love, so like. It right. seems like she would know who was. Well, Courtney, Courtney Love knew where that missing Malaysian flight went. She showed it on her Twitter and she circled it and she said, "Did you guys notice this?" And there's like what she thinks was oil uh, from the plane that was on the on the ocean. She had like she had gone with Google Maps and like taken a screenshot. And I was just like, "She's looking for fucking Kurt." She heard he was on a plane, and uh, she thought maybe it was the mi- missing Malaysian flight. But anyway, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a little skeptical of the heroin thing. No, but the, the yeah. oh, what's that? I'm sorry. No, it, it was the wool. You remember we we had done uh, an artwork uh, about it. You know, uh, with it is what was the number of the flight? Oh, mm-hmm. flight eight. What? What? Oh, I can't remember. I used to it's know like, this. Yeah, it was making the the uh, wall or something like that. If you like reverse the the numbers. Oh, I feel like, like that was I saw that from Sybil. Don't you remember? Just like MH73 or something strange like that. Yeah, there was something strange there. I can't remember what that was. It's too vague in my memory. But yeah. <clears throat> so we, we we never knew what what happened. Oh, did we ever find out what happened with that? That's a good question. I think, I think we did. I think it was shot down by some dictator, right? <laughs> the Russians? Some, <laughs> yeah. Some dick I shot it so. down. I think it was Putin, yeah. Putin, yeah. 
Really? Is that really? Is that really is what? Is that the, what we were told? Is that it? <laughs> I'm not uh, sure about right. that. So Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. Yeah, uh, 372. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> 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 well, 370. I don't know if you you're saying if you reverse it. If you were, yeah. if you rotate it 180 degrees, it says Olay. <laughs> that Olay. But that's 370 flipped. Wasn't from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But we were talking about we were what were we just discussing that was really interesting? And uh, we were on one. Um, I think. Do we have a disagreement? I can't remember. It was about heroin. And... Oh, the heroin oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless you're 100% sure, I'm, I'm going to question that. And okay. and I will say, one thing I will say here is uh, uh, Jason and I had an online chat uh, where I, I had a memory of seeing a documentary where Bowie was talking about how much heroin he was doing. And Jason was like, and I was like trying to find it. And Jason was like, you're totally misremembering that. And I ended up finding that documentary and was totally misremembering that. And I, I, I had... You know, there's sort of what your vision of these artists is. No, he he did coke, Bowie. He was he was way into coke. We know we know that. Sure. Uh, he yeah. said that about about station to station as a way to not have to talk about the implications right. of the song. Yeah. Yes. But but, but then Lana is, is strongly oh. implying that that she's like literally like the cocaine and cigarette spirit. Mm. Uh, Guillaume, what, what, what? I just want to say uh, I've been doing uh, ten years of it, Irene. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the thing. I ho hopefully it's all it's all clean and good. I've lo I've lost friends. The fentanyl thing is like one of the leading causes of death between like what is it, fifteen to twenty three or something. And it's it, it like it's that's a major elephant in the room. Like it's weird the things that we focus on sometimes because that's that's pretty crazy, especially like. You know, so, uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure that people like Sean and, and friends have the best heroin money can buy, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're, they're pretty safe in that. Uh, they're lucky. You can't just test one part and think that that's going to speak for all of it. You know, if you have a fucking speck in there and it's not like that oil fentanyl that you can smoke that, you know, you can, that, that, that is safer, but it eventually gets seizures if you try and stop. It's not good. Horrible. There's a lot of dirty fucking drugs out there right now. That's a problem, sure. yeah. Lose friends to dirty, dirty drugs. Have clean drugs. If, if you don't have clean drugs, then you, you gotta, you know. Well, that that was one of the reasons why ayahuasca came into the mainstream is because uh, Burroughs was looking for a way to get off of heroin. Yeah, it's probably exactly. why he lives so long. And Crowley, too. I imagine Crowley would, like, did Crowley, is there a record of him doing Ibogaine? I mean, I imagine he did. Ibogaine? I, oh, no, yeah. I, I never heard of that. Or ibogaine, but that's, that's, that's the root, right? I know the drug, but I I I'd never heard that Crowley came oh, across. Oh, that Crowley did it. Yeah, no, there's a whole thing about him with um with strange drugs. You know, there's like you know, people. Uh, we we I think uh you know Reality Sandwich did a, a article when they were still cool about um uh, <laughs> uh free, Freemasonry's use of ayahuasca. And uh, it checks out. Like they have a whole description of the Amazonian brew that they do. But this is old Freemasonry, They're like pre-Albert Pike Freemasonry. 
And so you're like, it, it really debunks that story of like how Western people were first introduced. It looks like there was actually like rich elitists that were fucking doing doing ayahuasca way back when. Well, Burroughs heard it from somewhere, right? Like so. Right. So they. What they what the Wasn't pre- Burroughs ch- chasing for Soma? He he was chasing the Yaje. Yeah. Yeah. which is which is ayahuasca, right? Like a. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, feel a, pretty, a I feel pretty confident uh, in, you know, McKenna's book. Um, oh, oh, fuck, uh, I can picture it. Uh, Food, Food of the Gods. Uh, McKenna, have you ever read it, McKenna's Food of the Gods? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I feel pretty confident in there he's talking about, or maybe that was McKenna's then stretch, that is he saying that this was Soma was uh, sort of this this there this other sort of legend um that they sort of overlap and that he was feeling that those were the same things that he was what that this yeah yeah there's this this big question of what what was soma and Mm -hmm. so like a lot of people thought it was amanita muscaria and mckenna thought that was crazy because when you do amanita you just like it's you almost die you know it's like so he thought mckenna thought it was just psilocybin mushrooms uh, that's but. not actually true about Amanita, and I, I believed that for years. Uh, it can be, but uh, a lot of like there's a there's a whole thing in the preparation and the treatment and the whole thing around Amanita where it's a it's a whole different it's a whole different deal. Uh, well, that's the the way that the, uh, the like where it comes from, like in in Siberia, where the shamans in Siberia they they eat it and then piss it out and then drink the urine, right? Like and then pass it on that way, and and that's supposed to take off a lot of the toxicity it's true they use the reindeer too in the um uh up north you know but uh but uh anyway yeah no i think that 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 uh amanita muscaria is is actually a really i i I knew this guy who i did ceremony with ayahuasca ceremony with like pretty much every time i did it and he was there the night i almost died but he owns a italian restaurant uh, in Felton here, and uh, he's actually like connected to. Oh, I can't say this. Um, uh, this guy, um, he uh, d- did that regularly for years, Amanita muscaria, and uh, was telling me about preparation and how so many people don't realize. Like, it's it's pretty simple too, but uh, yeah, a lot of people do it wrong, I guess, and then they have a whole other experience that's really fucked up um but yeah anyway. yeah that that was just mckenna's opinion so i don't i don't know about it but uh yeah he he was he was pretty convinced that uh soma was psilocybin yes totally totally but you know it, it, i don't know why does that matter exactly i don't know um, yeah i don't know either what yeah. soma is i've always i mean it's interesting but i've I'm, I'm always been like i don't know what we why it's i don't know it, things are what they are, you know. <laughs> they do different things, and we relate to them in different ways. So. It, it could have been some some completely different substance that, that is just not available now, you know. That's like, true. That's I totally think it was true. important to him as an anthropologist, but 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 to your point, it doesn't really, you know. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like anthropology. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting down anthropology. You know, I I will put down Margaret Mead though in a few ways, but anthropology itself, no, never. So I was conflating two Malaysian flights. Flight 17 was the one that was shot down. Flight 370 is is a mystery. It's still a mystery. Was it? And it was never it found. It's still a mystery. But, yeah, but Courtney it's Love still knows a mystery. where it is. 
But they're well, they're making documentaries about it and stuff, and they're doing underwater searches. But um, I don't know that they know what happened or why. They just need to listen to Courtney. That's all I'm saying. Like she was trying to tell everybody, and they were just like, "Ha ha, Courtney Love has an opinion." It's like so sexist. But this direction of the conversation towards what ayahuasca is making me think about uh, that the Winnipeg kind of you know December twenty first like transcendent thing as some kind of religious moment or theophany or whatever and i just want to like circle back to david bowie is like um right right so what, what lana is always saying is that she's like literally like the tobacco spirit and that's why bowie is always communing with her you know as a thing i do that's like the hidden message there between the two of them what was the cola thing again you had a cola the, reference the with it from kenneth grant yeah the, the colas is cola well, but then, like, Lana is, like, literally saying she's the, the tobacco spirit. So, you know, I have to apologize to William Klaus there. She totally is just trying to get all her fans addicted to her. But so... I haven't smoked a cigarette Jason, in three months. Good work. I, well, <laughs> you're just... You did just cocaine last night. Did you have some whole and milk her. and... Red bell peppers. You're on the David Bowie yeah, food she's pyramid. Like the, the demon of cigarettes and cocaine, basically. Last time you were emailing, you were talking about this some kind of imminent thing, both guns and shotguns. Right, 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 right. So, so Bowie. So, so what is there? Day something day is there going to be a theophany, or does life change as we know it? Or are we relating to life differently? What does this new theology mean? to us regular everyday schmoes okay again this is what bowie says nobody knows her or knows her name she's in the pocket of a homeboy oh she's gonna take her a shotgun pow spin the grail spin the drug she's gonna make them well aware she's an angry gal so i mean there's only one girl i know who has a grail and bowie just says that he's gonna give her a shotgun and blow everyone's head off apparently but then you know or no, Lana, maybe means she can sit in the front seat Right, 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 right. But but then you know, that this ties into kind of out of luck because kind of out of luck is K O L, which is Bath Cole, and in that she says that she's going to hit you on the back of the head with a gun. And you're saying it's an acronym. You're saying that it's a subliminal. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it, it, she's the Bath Cole as the the voice of the daughter, and this is this is what Kent Grant talks about in his books. This is what he he says is going to happen, is that the voice of the daughter is going to hit you in the kof or the back of the head that that he letter. So that's what Kent Grant says is going to happen. He's, he oh, says, he says he says coof. He says hit right. you in the coof. Yes, yes, yes. In the back of the head, she's going to hit you in the back well, of the head. Well, she's also like saying like hit you on the on the in the moon. Right, right, right. Well, so look, when look, I was look, look, look. <laughs> just look at the freaking tree, man. She built a tunnel through Doth. That is what she freaking did. She built a tunnel. Oh, so you're saying that 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 song? Uh, uh, dude, there's a tunnel under. Making yeah. a tunnel to the other side of the fucking tree, dude. What this is, is the kind of, of what is it? I dig it. Okay, I dig it. so Arthur C. Clarke, I, when I was trying to understand Winnipeg, I was I was reading uh, the children book. What's that one called? It's got the devils Child, in childhood it. Childhood Zed. 
Right. And so this was a way that I could could conceptualize this this coming moment of transcendence that was going to happen through childhood's end where all the indigo children on the cover of Houses of the Holy just kind of blast into space together. Um, right. How, how do we conceive of, of this being shot in the head by Lana Del Rey, Jason? Uh, well, it's, it's the general thing of um, awakening the Kundalini as more or less what Kenneth Rand would say. Um, as, as as far well, Bowie actually says that he's going to hit you with the front of the eyes. That, that that's what he said he, um, in the song Bombers. I'll look that one up. You know that that you saying that what you're so what is the title of that Lana Del Rey song? The tunnel under where? There is a tunnel under. There's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard. That's about the tunnel o- through Ocean dust. Ocean Boulevard. Yeah, okay, tunnel under what, Ocean Boulevard. Is check it dust. out. So what pathway is that? That's Gimel, right? Right, that's that the camel pass. And so that's the Masonic G. That, as far as I'm concerned, that's the origin of the Masonic G. The meaning of the Masonic G is the yeah. square and the compass. Uh, the, the compass is, you know, Chokhmah, Keter, and Bina. And the square is Gevora, Teferet, and Chesed. And so that's heaven and earth. And then the G in the middle is Gimel, which is the high priestess, which is the, the, in the rider deck, you'll see she has the ocean behind her. And the and the, it's said that the river that runs through the various cards is actually extending from that ocean. And it has to do with consciousness. And so the point is that there's a direct route between Teferet and the lower worlds and Keter. And that, and that direct route is Gimel, the high priestess. So is she not playing the high priestess archetype? With yeah, that that's what I'm fucking saying, dude. Like, yeah, that's uh, deep. Are you getting it yet? Uh, yeah, I, 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 am I getting it yet? I've been reading what you've been sending in your emails, man. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to so, process. Jason, uh, sorry, I'm, say... I'm, I'm freaking out here, okay? Because, you know, <laughs> you get the implications of this, and it freaks you out. But so that's what I want to ask, because the implication you – like, all right, there, there's a part of when you said she's, you know, building this tunnel to the other side of the tree. That's pretty fucking important. Th- that hits me actually in like two very specific ways. One, it hits me as like a, oh shit, I like do get what you mean by that. Like that's, you know, uh, we've, you're, you're talking to, you know, both David and myself are both have been interested in the idea of like, you know, a bomb LSD moon child. Like what, what are these workings actually producing? Of course. And then another part of me, it hits me as you, you remember, like when um, CERN was doing everything, and the, remember the, the 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 guy who like runs the large had large large hadron collider says uh, we're opening a portal to the other side, and we don't know what the fuck might come out. Like he literally says, we don't know what's going to come through this you know hole in reality. Um, but this is what Kathy Grant says that that his Scarlet Woman is going to open a portal to the tunnels of Set. On the other side mm-hmm. of the tree, and this is what the final album by Lana. And, and so my question, yeah, yeah, to you, Jason, this comes out. What do you think that would mean for us? To just spe- speculate fucking wildly for a minute. I don't. I know you can't answer that, but what um, do you that, think? This is, this, is, this is like Monsters of the Edge stuff, man. Um, I don't know exactly <laughs> what's going to happen, but what it, um, so the the album comes out on March twenty fourth. Do you think that's that's the date, or? Um, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be like hundred years of gradual insanity or a sudden gunshot but bowie is is in bombers bowie is saying you know soldier said sir there's a crack in the world and the rivers went splash and the bits flew far and wide how the universe sighed think we're in for a big surprise right between the eyes when the smoke had blown away there was nothing left of view except a man dear lord who looked like you floating high up in the sky so right there like in lazarus they're saying look up here i'm in heaven he's saying you got to look back to this song I'm going to leave you with a big surprise right between the eyes. 
So I don't know if that's going to happen, but Bowie and Kenneth Grant are both saying that his Scarlet Woman is going to, like, hit you in the head somehow. That's you all know I know, the really. Eve song, Let Me Blow Your Mind? <laughs> right, right. And so this is this is Moon Age Daydream. This is, uh, you know, put your electric eye, yeah. uh, you know, and put your ray gun up to my head. You know, ray gun. Get it? Ray gun. Ah, See, this is, oh, this is the whole magic oh, here. Oh, oh. Oh, I Again, have never thought of it that way. That's fa- That's really interesting. Yeah, this is the magic word. So she, uh, then, you know, he calls her Jackie. So, you know, the implication is that, you know, he's the king kill. And so there's all these, like, subliminal things going on here that they're saying, you know, that his girl is going to, like, hit the king in the head. Doesn't it, say, go- doesn't it say Golden Ray in The Shining yes, yes. in the room oh. that he gets locked in when he gets hit in the head with a bat? Mm, possibly so, yeah. So there's a there's, there's a big luck and cult working going on in here that I'm trying to point out to you, and hopefully you'll you'll catch on to it here. So uh, I just want to put this in the recording, uh, totally selfishly. I just do. I want this on the record. You know, when you said earlier about. Um, the you know the the a bomb and all this sort of stuff and I made the comment about the Twin Peaks uh, season three episode eight so I made the my video Vision the Voice which we discussed I don't know a few episodes ago that I almost called Sound and Vision I almost named it mm-hmm. Bowie's Sound and Vision instead of Crowley's Vision the Voice but I made this video and I literally superimposed that Twin Peaks that Twin Peaks a bomb cracking open uh, with Bowie's uh, David Bowie's Black Star video where they're doing the like strictly doing the ritual Uh, and you know that was something that like I don't I honestly don't know why I was so compelled to superimpose those things I had I had other I had other ideas in mind like I had other concepts that like I you know uh, like visually and aesthetically but Mm -hmm. this is sort of like you know riding that home of like okay this is this is heavy the idea that um, when you say like Ray gun as Ray being king, not just Lana Del Rey, but like mm-hmm. yeah, this is, you know, it's hitting me and all the things that. Yeah, this is like a magical king kill that yeah. is being like channeled through their music well, together. So so when when now what I want to say here is exactly so like this is hitting me really hard. And I had, you know, for whatever it's worth, you know, in 2011, I had this like really strong sort of like that gut punch of like something. There's something imminent here about this this energetic. And when I did feel that, you know, this was when um, the the uh, Osama bin Laden killing happened, right? Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, I want to throw out there because I I think I don't know from a sort of re- you know recovering you know some someone who has who has driven himself crazy on these things and is trying to you know sort of stay sober in that sense um you know there's something of it does not these things are not always necessarily felt as you know we don't we don't you, you, there's no need for a uh when i said speculate wildly obviously there's no need for some major revelation to happen, whether it's next month, next year, or a hundred years. That this idea is that, you know, there are these big moments, and certainly those things do happen. Sorry, my house is going crazy. Um, yeah, regardless, you, you get. I think you get what I'm saying. Is like mm-hmm. there, there are these. There are these moments, and and I just want to say it would be very interesting for me to see what does come of this as someone watching your work. Um, 
Right, I, right. I, so I, I mean, I don't want to go full apocalypse here because I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm just precisely. saying that between Bowie and Kenneth Kranz, there's a single picture that's being painted here that, you know, you're going to get hit in the head with a gut. And that's also what Lana is saying in a couple of her songs. Yeah, but mostly in Kind of Out of Luck. This is like the key track somehow, where she says that she's going to hit you with the back of the head with a gun because she already killed someone. But when Doe, yeah, anyway, I, sorry, I don't, I don't, I, I, I know, and I'm, I'm going to be really careful how I say this because I'm not trying to take steam out of your sails. What rather, what I'm trying to do is to say, like, you know, when you say you're kind of freaking out, I don't know how serious you mean that. I'm trying to say, like, I don't think you need to freak out because <laughs> with what we have learned from the, the, you know, the 2012 things, from the different, like, whatever, and from literally from every, mm-hmm. every spiritual message, you know, when we talk about archetypes, when we talk about the message of sync. Yeah, we keep all getting the same fucking message. But this idea is that that moment of revelation when your mind blows and when the world's mind blows might be totally different centuries, right? It's like it's the the individual, the the, the having those experiences, having those re- revelatory experiences, having those ecstatic experiences. Um, but I don't think. I don't think you need to either worry or hold your breath for a, a literal thing. And I, I don't know right, that you right. are, but I, I'm well, saying... Well, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I, uh, but yeah. Kenneth Grant uh, over and over does say this. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's interesting that her name is Grant, and then the first track exactly. of is called The Grant. Right, right. So she's saying, you know, there's a connection here. Hmm. I assume. But do we uh, do we take so, so like I feel like you have proven your case to me that these folks are doing something very intentional. My question, though, is. You know, how does they're doing it somewhat cryptically and secretly make it any more true? Do you know what I mean by that? Mm, like, maybe. I mean. I mean, if if I go, if I, if oh, I, I don't mean this is like a shitty, shitty. I don't mean this in a shitty as a shitty metaphor. But if I go down the street and I go to the church down here, there's gonna be some preacher who says Jesus is coming. You know, he's yeah, blah blah. blah. He, you know, he believes that he's saying that he's saying it very loudly and in right, the right. I, I don't want to say Bowie, uh, and let's let's say Bowie and Grant and Lana are are doing something. They're they're saying something along those lines, but saying it in a very cryptic way. I'm saying, does their saying it in such a way uh, make it necessarily or inherently more well, true? Bowie and Lana might be somewhat cryptic, but Kenneth Grant is not very cryptic when she sure. says it. If you read his books, I, I should probably pull up the quotes there, but um, but he says that you know his Scarlet Woman is going to do a certain thing with uh, Kof or whoever you want to pronounce it as Kof. Yes, Kof. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So um, I, I'm just saying, you know, I wear a helmet. Grant, <laughs> I'm saying, wear I, I a helmet. <laughs> if you're gonna go out, <laughs> you gotta understand. He's gonna kick you in the head. I like that. <laughs> okay, everyone, I'm gonna push stop on this recording because we're at two hours, and then I'm gonna push start again to start another recording, so we don't have one giant file.